When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the Sunday Showcase on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated G for general audiences. Hello and welcome back to Mitchell Presents. I'm Jack Ward right here with my co-host Penny the Cat. It's been a long week, but we're ready for some fun. Presented by our own Friday Follies, we're back with the adventures of Maisie. This time, Maisie gets into all kinds of troubles with Chester Drake's phony love letter and stage door Jasper Caper. So wind those clocks back and let's get the show started. Hiya, babe. Say how about a little... Ow! Does that answer your question, buddy? Adventures of Maisie, starring Anne Southern. You all remember Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer's famous Maisie picture. In just a moment, you'll hear Maisie in radio, starring the same glamorous star you all went to see and loved on the screen, Anne Southern. But first, your announcer. Southern as Maisie. Yep, I'm Maisie, like the man said. Maisie Revere. Right now, I'm a chorus girl in one of those intimate reviews that are put on especially for the benefit of rich old bankers with girlfriends who think they can sing. Jeepers, I don't know what it is about showgirls that turn schoolboys into drool boys and a banker with dough into a schmo. But since I've opened in this tired review, I've received all kinds of proposals, even including marriage. Yes, sir, I've got Matt. Let me take you out of all this tinsel and glamour baby pitch from all kinds of men. Some who look like they must have just landed on Plymouth Rock, and some who look like they just crawled from under it. Oh, gosh, I'm going to be late for the matinee if this cab don't get a move on. Cabby, cabby. Yeah, babe? Step on it, will you? I gotta get to the theater in time for the opening chorus number. I'm the only one who knows the words. We shall make it. Do not make yourself unnecessarily, Maisie. Yeah, we girls are fine if we're... Oh, you call me Maisie. Do I know you? Gosh, you should order. I'm the fellow that sits in the same seat, first row, seat A1, and the second balcony at every one of your performances. <laughs> well, look, Cabby, I appreciate all the fans I can get, but I didn't think my singing and dancing was that special. Oh, do you sing and dance? <clears throat> yeah. I do other things in that stage besides just come out with very little on. Well, 
what do you know? She's talented, too. Yeah. And I'm being paid to prove it, Cabby, so step on it, please. Sure, babe, sure. I'll get you there in time. You will see. Thanks. Eyes will appreciate it. Well, take it easy, Bob. And try to drive this cab a little closer to the ground. I'd like to get to the theater in one piece. Sure, babe, sure. Say, you uh, got anything on tonight? Oh, no more than the usual costume. I mean, uh, how's about a date? Save your dough, stranger. Oh, look, Maisie. I know I ain't got as much to offer as all them rich swells that hang around the stage door. Oh, I don't go out with them either. Driver, watch out. There's a truck just ahead. Don't worry, babe. I don't own this cab. <laughs> Gee, that was a quick stop, wasn't it? Maisie. Maisie, where are you? Up front here with you. Oh. Well, here we are at the stage entrance. Uh, feel okay, Maisie? Yeah. You do? Then why are you shaking your head from side to side? My nose is caught in the windshield wiper. Oh, there. I stopped it. Oh, thanks. Uh, what do you know? Here we are. Well, Maisie, why don't you go into the theater? I thought you was in a hurry. I am. I'm just looking to see if Jasper's in the alley. Who's Jasper, your dog? No, but he follows me around like one. If only there was some way to get him out of my hair. Well, I know a couple of guys, and for a few bucks. Uh, no, friend. No. Oh, it wouldn't cost you nothing, Maisie. I wouldn't let a woman pay. I'm a gentleman. Hmm. I don't see the lovesick calf around. Well, how much do I owe you, Cabby? Owe oh, me? Please, Maisie. Would Romeo take money from Juliet? Uh, look, Romeo. The name is Pete. Pete Hagen Schmittenfeld. How do you spell it? My kid butter helps me. Oh. <laughs> well, look, Pete. I'm used to paying my own way, and I don't want no favors from anybody. Now, how much do I owe you? Well, if you persist, $3.40. Three forty? Um, wait, I'll, I'll look at my purse. Um, see if, um, um... Well? <laughs> Thanks for the ride, Romeo. <laughs> Then hi, Maisie. Better crawl into your costume and get ready for the opening number. The audience out there is getting impatient. Some of them are starting to walk out. What? Even before the show starts? Any mail for me, Pop? Yeah, one. Where is it? Right behind you. Behind uh, me? Uh, hello, Maisie. Oh, <laughs> uh, Jasper. I wish you'd please stop falling behind me like a bustle. Oh, gee, Maisie, I ain't hurting you by just watching... And wanting to be near you, am I? No, but you're hurting yourself, Jasper. Believe me, nothing can come of all this. You're a nice fella, as fellas go. And as fellas go, she wishes you would. Would what? Would go. Uh, uh, no. Oh, Maisie. Maisie, the first time I saw you on the stage, I knew I can't live without you. Force yourself, Jasper. Force yourself. Well, I gotta get dressed. So long, Jasper, well, and if we never see each other again, I thank you. Oh, look, I I I'll wait for you after the show, maybe. No, Jasper, after this performance, I'm going out to eat. Oh, gee, will you be alone? I hope so. Do you mind if I come along and watch you eat? Well, it won't be very interesting. I don't eat any different from anybody else. Uh, oh, then can I wait outside and just look at you through the window? Oh, no, thanks, Jasper. Please leave me alone. I have to get dressed. Okay. I'll wait for you right here till you're through your act. Oh, brother. Oh, 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 I almost forgot, Maisie. <clears throat> I brought you this present. What is it? Gumdrops again? No. 
a jar of peanut butter. Peanut butter? Yeah. <laughs> Gee, just what I always wanted. Gee, you mean it? What else? Now, some girls want diamonds and furs, but give me peanut butter any time. It's so rich in calories. Oh, yes, and it's very good for the health, too. Peanut butter builds bones, you know. Yeah. Too bad I can't use a few extra bones. Uh, oh, Maisie. Ah, uh, 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 oh. uh, this is as far as you go, Jasper. Oh. No man's land. N no man. Oh, I, I, I see. I see. Hi, Maisie. Better climb into your costume fast. We're going to our opening number in two minutes flat. Yeah, Hazel. Flat is right. These Corrines couldn't carry a tune if it was strapped to their backs. Hand me my costume. Where is it? Right there. Under the Potter Puff. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Thanks. Hey, wasn't that your one-man fan club Jasper I shot a moment ago? Uh-huh. <laughs> he gave me a gift, too. Really? Mm. Jasper? Mm. What? Here. Have some peanut butter. Oh, you're kidding. Nope. Jasper's very practical with his gifts. When a girl gets furs and diamonds, people are inclined to talk. But with peanut butter, nobody can talk. It sticks to the roof of your mouth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Maisie, honey, why don't you get wise to yourself? Look, I got a date with a couple of live wires. Uh-uh, uh-uh, include me out. I got other plans. You mean you'd prefer to go out with that direct proof that cousins shouldn't marry Jasper? No, the only person I'm interested in going out with is me. I happen to be partial to my type. I don't get it. Then why don't you get rid of the goon? Well, Jasper's like the measles. When you get rid of it in one place, it busts out someplace else. Oh, you mean you'd like to get him out of your life? On a very permanent basis, but painlessly. I don't like to hurt anybody. You got any trade secrets you can let me in on, Hazel? Oh, sure. Number four. Number four? Needling. Oh. When the prospect don't look like he's got the dough to make it worthwhile to give him of your time and charm, you start hinting very broadly. For stop. Oh, like jewels, furs, and things like you couldn't possibly afford, huh? Uh-huh. And when he realizes that you're only out to take him... Oh, he gets disgusted and goes back to his job. Or to his wife. You can't miss. Are you sure? Well, this thing I'm wearing ain't peanut butter. Well, the treatment's pretty rough, but the only way to get rid of a tooth that's bothering you is to pull it. Come on, you two dames. The curtain's going up. Sure, sure. Just putting on my costume. Well, for goodness sake already. What's holding it up? Just prayer, chum. Just prayer. Uh, hello, Maisie. Hello. Can I walk you down to eat now? Oh, all right, Jasper. You won't mind the way my arms look. Well, what, what's wrong with your arms? No bracelets. Oh, Maisie, you're so beautiful. You don't need bracelets on your arms. Oh, sure, sure. You don't care if I freeze to death. Oh, I do, I do. If you're cold, why don't you just put on your coat? I'd rather freeze. All I have is that beaver coat that's ten years old. Oh, it, it don't look like you've worn that coat for more than a year. I didn't, but the beaver wore it for nine. Uh oh, d did he? Hmm. I, I, I've never seen you in this kind of mood before, Maisie. You, you're always so cool and, and calm and collected. Yeah. Well, from now on, I'm cutting out the coolness and the calmness and stick strictly to collecting. I'm a woman. Oh, yeah. In that costume, there ain't any doubt about it. 
And I am also tired of having nothing but licorice sticks, gumdrops, and peanut butter. Huh? I want things that every chorus girl needs. Oh, sure. Things that can be hot. Hot? Hmm. Anything I can do, Maisie? Well, there certainly is. If you want to keep seeing me, you'd better rush right down and get me something nice. Oh. I don't care what it is, as long as it's a diamond bracelet. Oh. Uh, well, well, where will I get the money? Oh, please, Jasper. I'm not the kind of girl that tells a man what to do. Oh, gosh, Maisie, I, I never thought you were the kind of, of a chorus girl that was just interested in money. Goodbye, Jasper. <laughs> I'm sorry to have kept you waiting, sir. Hmm? Oh, I didn't mind at all, clerk. I've just been looking in the showcases. You sure got a lot of expensive-looking jewelry in there. Well, we had just oodles more, but just a few minutes ago, some horrible chap burglarized the store. Oh. Made off with, oh, so many thousand dollars worth of our stock. Oh, gee, that's a shame. I, I do hope you get it back. You wouldn't say that, sir, if you had to dust it every night. Now, what may I show you today, please? W well... I'm looking for a bracelet. It's for a girl. I think she really likes me. Well, goody, goody for your size. Now, our bracelets run from $12 to $10,000. Oh, oh. Uh, I'd like to look at the $12 one. Twelve, eh? Yes. Please step this way, Maharaja. Thank you. You see, sir... Maisie, it, she's very particular about the jewelry she wears, so I don't want anything cheap-looking. Of course not, sir. Why, I can tell by the casual way you wear your cap that you are nothing but the best. Yes, sir. Uh, this $12 is all I could borrow from the store I work at. You see, I, I borrowed it from petty cash. Yes, and pettier cash I haven't seen in a long time. Now, here's our $12 bracelet. Oh. Of course, you have a choice. Uh, what is the choice? Take it or leave it. Oh, gee, it is pretty. Uh, what kind of stones are those? Well, now I'll tell you. We pay a kid $4 a week to bring in empty beer bottles. And it isn't because we want to get the deposit back. See. However, if you'd care to go hog wild, we have something with a diamond in it for $18. Eighteen? Makes one feel kind of faint, doesn't it? Mm. Now, we can take the $12 down now, and you pay the rest in easy installments of 25 cents a week. Oh, for how long? You should live so long. Well, I, I, I guess I can manage it. Capital. Uh, see, uh, is the diamond perfect? I mean, there isn't any flaw. Well, my dear chap, in that diamond, there's no room for a flaw. Oh, that's nice. I'll bet Maisie will be surprised when she sees this diamond. Oh, yeah. She's probably seen a diamond chip before. But I just bet she's never seen a diamond splinter. <laughs> no kidding, Maisie. Really? Uh-huh. And when I told Jasper I wanted diamonds, he got an expression on his face like a hen trying to lay a square egg. Are you decent, girl? Sure, Pop. Come in. 
And have some peanut butter. I feel like celebrating. Well, from what I hear, you've got good cause for celebrating, Maisie. Oh, then you've heard about Jasper, huh, Pop? Not only heard, but seen. Maisie, you're smarter than I thought. Oh, it's been nothing. Well, it must be been something. One of the girls just told me she saw Jasper running out of a certain high-toned jewelry store with a big bulge in his pocket. Yeah, now I have nothing to worry about. Uh, jewelry store? With something in his pocket. Uh, well, well, Maisie, this worked out better than we planned. Oh, fine. This is where I came in. Ah, looks like our little Jasper must have some dough stashed away for romance. Maisie. Maybe when he gets tired of you, a little hazel can move in. Well, I can't understand how Jasper can afford anything like a bulge. What jewelry store did he get it from, Pop? Oh, that gal didn't say exactly. Just said it was from a shop that had just been robbed. Well, let's get back to the job. A shop that had just been robbed? Hey, the guy has more songs than I thought, Maisie. He must have got a lot of you to stick up the giant. Oh, but he didn't. I mean, he couldn't. I mean, do you think so? Yes, oh. Boy meets girl, girl wants jewels, boy no got moolah, boy hold up store, boy gets jewels. Yeah, in 20 years. Oh, Hazel, poor Jasper. Instead of getting rid of him, I just drove him into a life of crime. The Adventures of Maisie, starring Anne Southern, will continue in just a moment. Jasper. He'll be caught and sent to prison maybe for 20 years. Cheer up, Maisie. Maybe Jasper will be lucky. Maybe he won't live that long. Gosh, I disillusioned him about women altogether. He was looking forward to getting married someday and settling down. Yeah, and having little ones. Yeah. Now, if he wants little ones, he'll have to make them out of big ones. Who's there? It's Jasper, Maisie. I've got something for you. Oh, the loot from the jewelry store, Caper. Quick, Jasper, come in. Hello, Maisie. Oh, gosh, have you been crying? Yes, Jasper, and it's all your fault. My Oh, come fault? in, quick, Jasper. Close the door. Yeah, well, and Hazel, pull down the shades. Is there anything wrong, Maisie? Well, everything. The cops. Oh, raided again, huh? No. Jasper, did a cop follow you here? No, just a dog. Are you sure it wasn't a police dog? No, it, it was a cocker spaniel. Well, maybe it was a police dog in plain clothes. Did it have flat feet? Well, well I, I didn't notice, really. I, I was sort of running, you see. I was in a hurry to bring... Shh, shh, Jasper, this dressing room may be wired. Oh, uh, what? Hazel, you go out and keep your eyes peeled. Right, me. Don't worry about anything, Dillinger. D Dillinger? Uh, my name is... Never mind. You won't have a name long if you don't watch out. You'll have a number. What? Jasper. You gotta hide out till it blows over. What blows over? Jasper, I know. Y you do? Well, gosh, then would you mind telling me? Oh, don't act so innocent. I know about the jewelry. You do? Oh, you can't keep nothing a secret anymore. <gasps> then it's true. Well, Macy, you said you wanted something real expensive. Yeah, but I'm... I never expected to wind up with a terrible thing like... Like... 
You know? Oh, then you're disappointed, huh? Oh, I'm more than disappointed, Jasper. I'm ashamed. Oh, gosh, I'm sorry. I'll go right back and get something else wait, for you. Wait, wait. A... Oh, Jasper, what have I turned you into? Well, nothing. You... And what about your future? I, I... What would your boss say if he found out how you got that jewelry? Oh, he wouldn't mind. I've done it lots of times. <laughs> you have? Yeah, it's always such a little bit that I take that he always forgives me. Oh. Besides, I always put it back the day after I take it. Oh, my gosh. The police. Uh, 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 Quick, Jasper. In the shower. you got to hide. But there might be girls in there taking a well, shower. Well, close your eyes. Quick, in there. Maisie, if you take your arms off me and let us talk this thing over oh, for a get while. get in there. I don't know what you're so mad oh, about. Stop you're sweet. Me. I am, Maisie. You're I was sweet. just thinking if you needed a cab tonight, I was... Take your hands off from on yon damsel, chum. Look, Pete, something's been happening. Maisie, I've just done what I've done because I can't live without you. If you don't remove your hands from off this female girl, you dressing room wolf, I shall smite you like you've never been poor, oh, been smitten. Pete, Pete, you don't understand. Maisie, tell me what's wrong. If I made a mistake, I'm sure I can rectify it. No, Jasper. I got you into this, and I am going to take the rap. Rap? What rap? I'm going to give myself up. What? Goodbye, Jasper. I've been a fool, and I'm the one who should pay. Go far away, Jasper. Find another girl and marry her. Oh, no. Raise a family. Start all over again. You mean raise another family? Maisie, are you out of your senses? No, I've just come into them. Goodbye, world. Pete. Don't let Jasper here follow me. Don't worry, babe. I won't. Uh, don't leave. Ma Maisie, wait. Wait for me. You heard the lady chum. Now get back or else. Oh, yeah? Or else what? <laughs> Does that answer your question, chum? I just convinced them that following a lady ain't being done no more. I hauled off and knocked them out. Oh, quick! A glass of water! Sure, lady. You gotta bring him too. What for? Does he need two glasses of water? Well, I mean, there's something he should know. Maisie's on her way to the cops to confess a crime she didn't do. He can't, but she can't. But she is. And she feels that she really is guilty. But she cannot sacrifice herself. She is so young and so beautiful. And she won't like it in jail. I know I've been there a couple of times. I got it. Got what? I done it. Did what? How do I know? I wasn't even there. But I shall go to the police and confess all. Are you crazy? If being in love is crazy, then I guess I am. Goodbye, miss. And after I'm up the river, tell Maisie to write to me, and I'll write back. As soon as I learn how. Gin rummy again, Chief. That makes 16 bucks you owe me now. Hey, stop gabbing and deal the cars, Hennessy. For a cop, you talk too much. Come on, come on. I want to get even. Yeah, miss, what do you want? I'm here to confess. I did it. That's nice. Did what? Whatever was dead. Play a card already, Chief. Okay, okay. Don't rush me. I'm here to make a full confession, and I... No, not that card, Chief. Play the ten of spades. The ten, huh? Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. There. <laughs> Gin Rummy, that's 20 on me, Chief. Yeah, look, lady, let me lose by myself, please. And now you were saying... I am the guilty one. I robbed the store. Yeah? What store? Well, the one that was robbed. I know, but what's the name? Maisie Revere, what's yours? Uh, don't mind her, Chief. Probably one of them cranks or thrill seekers. Yeah. Yeah, let me cut the cards this time, Hennessy. What for? You don't let me cut when you're dealing. How would you like to be out pounding the beat again, Hennessy? Here, Chief, cut. Yeah. Chief? 
I robbed a jewelry store. That's nice. Play your card, Chief. Yeah, there. What jewelry store did you rob? What ones do you have? We'll load it. I'll play no, the... Uh... not that one. You stay out of this. I'll play this one. Let's <laughs> just rub it again. Mighty pants. Now look, lady, I got no time for cranks with silly confessions. I'm a busy man. Deal again, Hennessy. I am no crank, Chief. I stole some jewelry. Yeah, what jewelry did you steal? What's missing? Well, a load of loot was taken from Johnson's shop on 5th. The crook got away with a bunch of bracelets. Well, that's the one I robbed. Johnson's jewelry shop. Now, what time did you do it? Well, how should I know? I just stole bracelets, not a watch. If you're the one that knocked over the joint, where's the stuff you swiped? I, um, I lost it. Lost it? How? I can't play gin rum either. <laughs> that does it. Put the cuffs on a Hennessy. You do it, Chief. I'm dealing. Oh, yeah, sorry. Stick out your hands, miss. Here. Stop, why don't it? Pete, what are you doing here? I've come to give myself up for the crime. I robbed the bank. Pete, you're crazy. You ain't kidding. No bank's been robbed. No? Then I held up the gas station. No gas station's been held up. Now, what crime did you commit? Give me a hint, somebody. Play a card, Chief. She didn't do it, I did. Quiet, I can't concentrate. I think I'll play the five of diamonds. Stop. Why, you think he needs a five of diamonds? Jasper. Jasper, go home. Oh. Don't believe him, Chief. He's just trying to protect me. I did it. No, I done it. And I can prove I robbed that store. No, the whole thing's a mistake. Nobody robbed anything, Maisie. Jasper? You mean there was no robbery? You didn't... Jack of hearts, Chief. No, thanks. It was all a mistake? That's gin, Chief. <laughs> I'm sorry, Maisie. Now everything will be different, won't it? Different? Yes. Now that you wanted to take the blame for a crime you thought I committed, it proves that you really love me. And from now on, mm. I'll never, ever leave you. Oh, no, no, no. In just a moment, we shall return to the adventures of Maisie. Caper with Jasper proves that love ain't always blind. Sometimes it's just a little cockeyed. From now on, when it comes to trying to make a man fall out of love with me, little Maisie's going to be as careful as a nudist crawling under a barbed wire fence. Not that I'm through with men. I'm just waiting for Mr. Wright to come along. The man for me is one who's handsome, smart, and exciting. If I can't find that, I'll settle for one who thinks I am. <laughs> Oh, well, Jasper wasn't so bad. At least he paid me some attention. And a woman would rather be looked over than overlooked. Well, I guess the coast is clear now. I can sneak out of the theater without Jasper seeing me. Oh, Maisie. Maisie. Oh, my gosh, here comes Malicious again. And I ain't in the mood for any more peanut butter. No, no, Maisie. Maisie, look! Homemade jelly! 
Just heard The Adventures of Maisie, starring Ann Southern. Maisie is presented by arrangement with Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer, producers of Key to the City, starring Clark Gable, Loretta Young, Frank Morgan, and Marilyn Maxwell. Maisie was written by Arthur Phillips. Original music was composed and conducted by Harry Zimmerman. Supporting cast included Lorene Tuttle, Hans Conried, Sidney Miller, Ted DeCorzia, Earl Lee, Peter Leeds, and Frank Nelson. Jack McCoy speaking. Babe, say how about a little... Ouch! Does that answer your question, buddy? The Adventures of Maisie, starring Anne Southern. You all remember Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer's famous Maisie pictures. In just a moment, you'll hear Maisie in radio, starring the same glamorous star you all went to see and loved on the screen, Anne Southern. But first, your announcer. Southern as Maisie. Yep, I'm Maisie, like the fellow just said, Maisie Revere. There ain't nothing particularly particular about me. If you saw me walking down the street, you wouldn't give me a second look, if you were a woman. With men, though, it's different. But I really don't pay strange men no mind, because I'm sort of kind of engaged to Eddie Jordan. He lives in my boarding house. Eddie don't make much money, so... That's why I was glad when Merton Falkscrubber, the cute kid who lives in the third floor back, got me a job with his newspaper. A small local sheet called the Flatbush Bugle. <laughs> Merton was just an office boy there, but he talked the publisher into trying me out as a motion picture editor. I guess I really got the job because the boss figured I knew about movies since I once acted in a picture. <laughs> anyway, tonight I got two free tickets to the opening of my favorite star's picture. None other than Chester Drake. I had to write a review for the picture, so I took Eddie along, figured he might pick up a few pointers from Chester. And believe me, that Casanova of mine could use a few lessons in the art of lovemaking. Eddie. Yeah? What do you want? Wake up, lover boy. I think I see a couple of empty seats down front. Maisie, for goodness sake, you've changed seats nine times over. I know, but gosh, don't you want to sit down front? Be closer to Chester Drake? What for? 
can smell him clear back here. Oh, lady, I came here to see the picture. Sit down in front. Shh, quiet. Chester's going to speak. Oh, Sylvia, beloved, I adore that dance. Being so close to you, feeling you so warm and tender in my arms. Oh, gosh, Eddie, those are beautiful words. Why don't you ever say things like that to me when you make love? But, Maisie, I do say nice things to you when I make love. I mean, besides slip as a kiss, chick. A girl likes a little build-up stuff first. Sylvia, darling. Sylvia, my beloved one. Come, kiss me. There he goes again. With that guy, kissing is a disease. You should catch it already. Then you do love me, Herbert. Really and truly love me. Love you, darling. If you left me, I'd die. So leave him already, Sylvia. Quiet, I want to hear Herbert's answer. You should know it by heart. We've seen the picture four times already. Yeah, lady, why don't you leave already? I can't. I don't remember when we came in. Take me into your arms, dearest one, and make me forget my husband. Please, darling, make me forget him. Oh, yes, my beloved one. Come closer. I want to ask you something that is more important to me than life itself. Maisie. Yes, Teddy. I've been wanting to ask you something, too. Oh, yes, Eddie. What is it? Can I have my bag of popcorn back now? Oh, sure. Here. And if that's as much romance as I'm going to get out of you, we might as well leave. Hooray! Well, Eddie, we're home. Gee, it's a nice night, ain't it? Just look at that moon. Oh, some other time, Maisie. I got to get up tomorrow morning. Got a job, you know. Well, wait a minute. Ain't you going to kiss me goodnight for a while? Look, Maisie, why the sudden yen for that mushy stuff? Stuff? Chester Drake wouldn't call kissing a girl stuff. Well, I'm not Chester Drake. All right, I know. Don't rub it in. Oh, you've just been seeing too many of those Chester Drake pictures. Oh, Eddie, why can't you be more like him? I've been wanting you to act romantic like him for so long. So long. So long. See you in the morning. Uh, well, good night, Mr. Jordan. And if you have a dream tonight, leave me out of it. I ain't talking to you anymore. Maisie, you don't want to be late for the office your first day. Oh, come on in, Merton. Just putting my breakfast dishes away. Oh, I think my super hot rod's just downstairs, Maisie. Ah. I'll give you a lift down to the office if you want. Oh, sure, sure. Oh, and I got a swell idea for that review of the Chester Drake picture, Merton. Oh? You're gonna be you're gonna be proud you recommended me for the job. <laughs> oh, I'd go all out for you anytime, Maisie. Merton. Yeah. You remember what you promised to do last night when we had that long, interesting talk about me? Oh, sure, sure, Maisie, but... Yeah. Well, gee, it ain't gonna be easy to talk to Eddie and make him apologize for all the nasty things you said to him. Oh, it's easy, Merck. Oh. Just go in and tell him that I was wrong, but that I forgive him. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I'll wait out here. Uh, yeah, yeah, you you do that, mm-hmm. but... But, uh... I'll leave the door open. I might want to leave in a hurry, and they're making keyholes so narrow lately. <laughs> Who's there and what does she want? 
No, no it's me, Eddie. Merton. Are you busy right now? Oh, no. Come in. Eddie. Eddie, the reason I'm here is because Maisie... Wa- I mean, I think... She thinks... Um, you think that she... Eddie, what a stack of pinup pictures. <laughs> yeah, Mert. They're really stacked, ain't they? Wow. I met them all when I was overseas during the war. Uh, yeah, they sure are. No, no. No, I can't get weak. I, I mean, Maisie... Wa- Stacked. Wowie. You don't know. Sure do. She thinks I ain't romantic. <laughs> uh, she should know. No, she shouldn't, Ed. I mean, you don't know what you're doing. Wait, get a load of this. To oven lips. Huh? From his ever-ready Fifi. Oh. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, oven uh, lips, uh, what's cooking? Maisie, I, well, I didn't so know that you... Well, hey, Mert, don't, don't leave me now. Sorry, I gotta get back to my room and rinse out a few things. Hmm. Well, Rembrandt. What do you have to say about this private little art gallery of yours? Maisie... You're uh, lying. Now, wait a minute. How do you know I'm lying? Your lips are moving. I'd I'd give you your engagement ring back if it wasn't so tight that I can't get it off my finger. You could with soap. Who asked you? Goodbye, Eddie. I'll never see you again. But, honey, we had a date to go sit in the park tonight. Okay, but after our date, I'll never see you again. Gee, Maisie, I know you're all broken up about Eddie, but look, we go to press in 20 minutes, and you still have that review to write on Chester Drake's picture. All right, Mert. It'll be the last review I'll ever write. Just review now. How about that picture review? You'll have it, Mr. Jones. Well, what are you crying about? Well, I'm a woman. So? This one is a woman needing excuses to cry. Yes, I guess you're right. I'll get that review finished and make it good. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be, Mr. Jones. Maisie says she's got an idea that's not only sensational, it's also good. Oh, oh fine, fine, fine. Come along, Merton. We've got work to do. You can pick up Maisie's coffee after she gets through. Yes, sir. Sure. Uh, so long, Maisie. And uh, don't worry about Eddie. Remember, you still have me. Oh! <laughs> well... Better get started. Last night, I went to see the latest Chester Drake picture. And it was so sad, I really... Was it that sad, Maisie? Oh, hello, Helen. I was crying because of my boyfriend, Eddie. We, we never want to see each other again. Oh, another woman. A whole war full of them. Well, it sounds like a little different than the usual run-of-the-mill stuff I get for my advice to the lovelorn column. Wonder how he'd feel if there was another man in love with me. Somebody like... like Chester Drake. Well, honey, from my experience with men, I'd say that a slight suspicion like that would make your chum come crawling back to you on his hands and lips. Yeah. Wouldn't be too hard for Eddie to believe that Chester Drake knew me. After all, I was out in Hollywood for some time, and... and well, Why don't I? Why don't I what? Write a letter from Chester Drake to me. Let it fall into Eddie's hands. Sort of accidentally, like. Uh-huh. Have it fall out of your purse while you're paying for his lunch. Yeah. Then he'll start pitching woo again, and I'll be there to do the catches. I think it's a crazy idea. Oh, you like it, too. Uh-huh. Oh. This review can wait. The love letter can. Right. Now, here goes. Ah, Maisie, beloved, I cannot forget 
those enchanting hours neath the palm trees at Pismo Beach when I held you close in my ARMS and pressed burning, passionate kisses on your willing L-I-P-P-S. Where are you going, Helen? To get a glass of water to cool off. Yeah, get one for me, too. Just say the word, oh, my darling, and I will leave everything and fly to you on wings of love, and we will be married in Capistrano. Hmm. How, how do you spell Capistrano? Well, Peru is a romantic place. Yeah, and we will be married in P-E-R-U, period. My darling one, my beloved, my pearl of beauty. Oh. Yours truly, Chester Drake. Oh, that should do the trick. Mm. I don't even know any of the people concerned, and already I'm so jealous I can scratch somebody's eyes out. Yeah. Now, all we need is some perfume to sort of soak the letter in. Oh, I got some in my office, Maisie. Cost $20 an ounce, too. Mm. It's called Perhaps Later. Hmm. For $20 an ounce, it should be called Positively Now. Come on, let's go get it. Hey, Maisie, Mr. Jones said you better have that review. Oh, she's gone. Oh, this must be it in her typewriter. Yeah, yeah, it's... It, it, Wowie! Mr. Jones! Mr. Jones! Yeah, Murph? What's up? Where's that picture review of Maisie? Uh, right here, Mr. Jones. Just feed your corpuscles on this. Oh, yes? Let me see it. Uh, ah, Maisie, beloved, I cannot forget those enchanting hours in Prismo Beach and burning passionately. Oh, this is a love letter from yeah. Chester Drake to Maisie. Yeah. What about the review? This is the review, Mr. Jones. The something special Maisie promises. A review not of Chester Drake the star, but Chester Drake the man. Yeah, and what a man. Yeah. Hey, Pete. Uh, Sam, uh, tear out the front page. Uh, we got something hot for our readers. Hot. Uh, but hot. Hold the presses. Hot. Hot. Oh, it wasn't your fault, Helen. Perfume will evaporate. My stuff didn't some of these reporters will drink anything. Well, no, you searched for any of the stuff. We wasted almost an hour already. Now, all I have to do is take this letter. It's gone. Gone? Hi, Maisie. Helen, uh, you looking for something? Yeah, something that'll get me everything I want. Oh, and the boss is happy enough to give it to you, too. The paper hit the streets a few minutes ago, and it's selling like wildfire. Hit the streets? Yeah. Well, what about my review? Well, that's what's doing it. That love letter Chester Drake wrote you is the biggest front page yarn that Greenpoint has ever had. Love letter? Oh, no! It it was printed? Well, sure. With a picture of you I kept in my watch case. Oh. And you were right when you said you had a great idea for the review. Well, Maisie, don't just stand there and stare at me. Say something. Maisie, say something. Help. Adventures of Maisie, starring Anne Southern, will continue in just a moment.
Bush Bugle, Major Revere, motion picture editor talking. Maisie, this is the man that you're engaged to marry. Oh, don't be so indefinite. Which man that I am engaged to marry? Oh, so it's true what I read in the paper about you and that Chester Drake. Ah, you mean the madly, desperately in love with me so that he can't eat, drink, or sleep, Chester Drake? Yeah, so that's why you were so interested in seeing Chester Drake's pictures. You knew that recapped Romeo in Hollywood. Well, he's as pretty as some of those pin-up girls of yours, oven lips. Believe it or not, Maisie, I really bought those pictures when I was overseas. And they cost me practically every Hershey bar I had. Well, Eddie, I'm going to tell you something about this Chester Drake business. And I'm going to tell you something about it, too. I'm going to punch out Roman nose of his so hard it'll be Roman all over his face. Ah, <laughs> thanks, Eddie. But Chester's way out in Hollywood, and I'm sure you don't have that much of a reach. I don't need it, sweetheart. It so happens Gooey Louie is staying at the Ritz Plaza Hotel. Oh. And little Eddie is going over there right now. Uh, I'll teach him to try and steal my girl. Eddie, what are you going to do? For further details, read your daily newspaper. The obituary column. Oh, oh jeepers. I'd better get down to that hotel and warn Chester. Since Eddie's been taking those vitamin tablets, he don't know his own strength. <laughs> I am but exhausted, Cynthia, my dear, dear wife. These personal appearances take so much out of one. I'm going down to the beauty parlor in the hotel and have my hair done. And uh, while Mama is gone, don't let me catch you turning what's left of your charm on any of these local frantic females. No, perish the thought, my dear. You know your little Chester. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's why I insisted on coming along on this personal. I knew there was some reason. Yes. Well, I'm going now, Lothario. Oh, women, women. Chester, my love, why did you ever have to marry? Come in. Uh, Mr. Drake, Eddie Jordan read it, and he didn't know I wrote it, because when Helen and me went out for the perfume, Merton thought it was a scoop, and Mr. Jones printed it. What is this, a synopsis of what's happened so far in a radio well, uh, serial? Well, look, look, there's no time to talk. Eddie's mad because he thinks it's true, and he doesn't know about me because that's how he is. And now you see why you have to leave town, don't you? Not exactly. Well, gee, you ain't very bright, are you? Say it again, please. Perhaps I've missed the code word. It's Eddie, you dope. He thinks it's your fault. What's my fault? What I did. And what did you? Did. Oh. Yeah, that must be my wife. She catches me here with a blonde, she'll kill me. Do something, miss. Well, what do you want me to do? Dye my hair? Heavens to Betsy, she warned me. Open up in there, you you philanderer! Oh. Yeah, my wife sounds like she caught a cold. That's Eddie. Eddie? Who's Eddie? Gee, you don't know nothing, do you? If he finds me in here, he'll believe that Helen and I wrote because of the argument. What argument? How can you be so stupid? I take lessons, but you've got to hide. I, I think, quick, into the, uh, you'll pardon the expression, bedroom. All right, but you'll explain yeah. everything to Eddie, won't you? Uh, explain what? Oh, fine, you haven't even been listening. Yeah, I'm a rude one, aren't I? Get into that room now. Mm. Chester Drake, you should be ashamed of yourself. How could you do it? Do what? You know what I'm talking about. Wanna bet? You probably didn't mean a word of what you wrote to her. Now, look, Sonny, I'm afraid this isn't one of my bright days. Exactly what is everybody so excited about? Oh, so you haven't read the newspaper? No. Well, then get a load of this, you, you Benedict Arnold. Look, 
And on the front page, too. Oh, Maisie, beloved, I cannot forget those enchanting hours beneath the palms at Pismo Beach. Say, who wrote this? You know very well who wrote it. Nick Kenny? Don't try to squirm out of it, Louse. You wrote it. When I held you close in my arms and pressed burning kisses. <laughs> I did? Come, come, Sonny. Leave us not pretend. But I never saw this, this Maisie, so help me. You don't know Maisie? Gesundheit. You don't... Say, who sneezed in there? Oh, that, uh, uh... Mice? Sneezing mice? Yes, yeah, they, they probably came down the chimney and caught the flu. <laughs> Don't you get it? Yes. And I'm going to open the door. And if who I think it is is in there, you're going to get it, too, in spades. Okay, come on out, my... Ugh. Say, uh, who's the dame with the blanket wrapped around her? Me, Indian squaw from Chester Drake's Indian Sand Club. Oh, uh, yes, yes. Well, well, well. Hello, Maisie. How? Uh, my goodness, now I'm going to get it. And how? Yeah. Well, here you are, Not Captain Over. Well, there you are, Maisie. You always told me you preferred your ham cold. Oh. You'll never see me again. Goodbye, beautiful. Goodbye. I didn't mean you! He really hit you, Chester. That means he loves me. Chester, I just picked up a local newspaper and I just couldn't believe that my own... Oh. Well, I believe it now. The same girl is in the picture in the paper. Cynthia, I can explain, I think. Yes, Uh, Mrs. Drake, I I don't want your husband. Well, darling, then we both have something in common. I don't want him either. But Cynthia... You can't leave me. Goodbye, Chester. I'm leaving for Reno. Write to me every month, even if it's only a check. She's gone. Oh, she'd be sorry if I were dead. Yeah. Nettie'd be sorry if I were dead. Dad, let's do it. You mean that... No. No, I can't die. My, my contract strictly forbids it. No, I mean, if I pretended, we'd both live again. Yeah. They'd have to believe the truth from a dying woman. Uh-huh, and forgive a dying woman's mistakes. Look, Chester, huh? here's the way we'll go about it. We'll have somebody phone Eddie, and then... How's that, Chester? Terrible. You've got to put more life into your dying. Chester, are you in there? My wife. Now, turn it on good. Okay. Uh, oh, I'm dying, dying. I'm sinking fast. Come in, please. I'm going, going. Chester, before you sent word that you wanted to see me, I called up that newspaper and talked to a certain felon. I'm dying, dying. Oh, is she still here? Temporarily, my dear. She says she's dying. Oh. Well, what I wanted to say, Chester, is that thing in the paper that... Before I go, Mrs. Drake, I want to make a confession. I don't know your husband. I wrote that letter because... (laughs) Chester, Hmm? must you smoke that pipe? Oh, I'm sorry, stranger. Uh, Do go on. You were saying... 
I wrote it to make my boyfriend jealous. You see, Cynthia, I am innocent. Oh, of course, of course. You see, Chester, I found out that water, the letter... Water, water, get me some water. No, I'll get some from the bathroom sink. Let it run a little first. Oh, now I'll get that. Somebody's out in the hall. If it's my Eddie, tell him to hurry. I'm sinking fast. I'm sinking. Oh, you can speak plainer than that, dear. Where is she? Is she still... I mean, I got, I, got, I got a phone call. She isn't... Is she... Oh, you're probably Eddie. Yeah. The one she's putting it on for. Putting it on? But I thought she took something. Yes, acting lessons, and she should sue the school. But why? To make you forgive her. Huh. Well, I, I guess I'll go in now. Thank you, Mrs. Drake. Oh, and please tell your husband I'm sorry I punched him in the nose. Oh, don't be sorry. Everybody's got to get a little fun out of life sometimes. Go on in now and have a laugh. I will. Who's there, please? It's Eddie, honey. Oh. Oh, Eddie. I'm glad you came. I'm dying. Oh. Well, in that case, I won't stay long. Don't you understand, dear one? I'm going to heaven. Well, have a nice trip. Eddie Jordan, you don't even seem to care that I'm dying. Well, stop dying already, and I'll take you out to lunch. I know the whole gag. Before I go, I... Oh. You do? Yes. Come on, I'm starved. You forgive me, Eddie? Sure, baby, I forgive you. How could I ever do anything else? And do, do you still love me? Maisie, I think you're a pig-headed, silly, arrogant, meddling, spoiled, childish brat. Ah, <laughs> he loves me. <laughs> Just a moment, we shall return to the adventures of Maisie. what not to do for love. And there's no use trying to understand what love really is. It's just a lot of things that don't make sense. Makes you happy and sad, considerate and selfish. Makes you tell the truth and also lie. Sometimes you want to laugh, most of the time you cry. Well, I gotta get back to my paper and pick up my check. <laughs> yeah, for that little Chester Drake act, I got fired. But I'm not worried like people with money are. If I get held up, all I got to lose is my life. You've just heard The Adventures of Maisie, starring Ann Southern. Maisie is presented by arrangement with Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer, producers of Key to the City, starring Clark Gable, Loretta Young, Frank Morgan, and Marilyn Maxwell. <laughs> Maisie was written by Arthur Phillips. Original music was composed and conducted by Harry Zimmerman. 
Supporting cast included B. Benaderet, Hans Conried, Howard McNear, Pat McGeehan, Lorene Tuttle, and Sidney Miller. Jack McCoy speaking. And that's this week's Mutual Presents feature. The Mutual Audio Network brings the best of old-time radio and modern audio theater to the world. Be sure to subscribe through the Mutual Audio Network podcast feed, any of our podcast days, or the Mutual YouTube channel, which includes MadCon and many other extra features and shows. See you all next time at Mutual Presents. Good night. Thank you for listening to Sunday Showcase on the Mutual Audio Network. We invite you to continue the amazing audio tomorrow on Mutual with the Monday Matinee. Our weekly series of dramatic, theatrical, classic, eclectic, and live radio dramas. You can subscribe to the full Mutual Audio Network feed every day for the world's largest curated collection of audio drama. Or find the Monday Matinee feed in your favorite podcast players. See you tomorrow at the matinee, and thanks so much for listening. The Mutual Audio Network. Listening and imagining together.